Hello, everyone. My name is Johnny Webster, and this is Just Johnny Joy, the podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm like smiling at your face. (laughs) 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 I'm here with actress, singer, storyteller, and she's also an activist, y'all. Lindsay Mm -hmm. Heather Pears. Hello. Hi. Holy cow. So you can't see what I see, but her eyes are literally piercing beautiful. (laughs) Like she is stunning. And I'm so happy to be here with you. Thank you for coming on. I'm so happy to be here with you. You know I love you. It's also been years. It's been years. Like we've we've circled years around years. each other. I, I mean, you've no, you've you met me when I was like nineteen. I met you when you were auditioning for the Glee Project. Oh, my, <laughs> my back hurts so much. Oh my god! I'm and I'm thirty now. You were a baby. <laughs> bananas. I know I was so small. Um, it was and crazy enough, that was my introduction to L.A. I had just moved to L.A. That's from funny. New York to work on the. Glee project so that I could be in LA to be in LA. Yeah. And so yeah. that was my first little job. Right. And I met you. Because you were a baby too. I was a baby. I you was were, you were young, young. I was real young. I was I, my back wasn't hurting back then. I was skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I I stretched this morning and my knees and my ankles popped about a dozen times over and over and my fiance bore witness and we both just went is that still my knees i wake up every morning i'm like oh my back i know <laughs> it's fucked up i know and we're like literally in our 30s i mean i'm I way older than you but like i'm like why is my back hurting i know i know um, it means we've been working hard we have you have been working hard miss Elphaba on broadway i know it's bananas can I, you believe that i can you believe i've never seen it You've never seen Wicked? I've never seen Wicked. I know every song to every, I know every song, but I've never seen the show. Well, obviously you're coming to see me. Oh, so I'm coming in December. Oh my God. I'm coming in December for two weeks uh, and I'm seeing everything. So I need tickets. Yes. Um, I mean, I don't need tickets. I just need to be, I just want to go backstage. My partner, Tom, was like, can I go backstage and meet her? I'm like. She, I could just have her come over. I mean, that's weird, but like, she, <laughs> she's not going to be Elphaba, but like, I, I could just invite her over. I know. I was like, well, I'm going to be doing, she's going to be on Zoom today. Do you want to, he was like, I got to go to work. Uh, <laughs> I can't believe. Uh, and also uh, New York in December, mm-hmm. the, the most magical, mm-hmm. magical I, time. I lived there for four and a half years and I actually moved to LA in December of 2010. Wow. Oh, wow. So yeah. it's like a full 11 it's years. A, yeah, it's going to be 11 years. And so I want to go back oh and do two God. weeks and I want to see some shows. And um, and, I just, and everything's, everything's going to be open. Everything's going to be open. Uh, wow. I'm excited that the world is finally opening. Yeah. At um, least our side of it. Yeah. it's I'm opening. I know. That's not weird. It's I'm like weird. getting used to it again. Mm-hmm. I'm getting used to hugging people. Um, I still love wearing my mask, though. I don't know. I, there's something Me about the mask. Too. I love it. I love it. I as a, as a female, mm-hmm. I love it because nobody tells me to smile. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? You, nobody you, tells me to smile. You look you be you look better if you just smile. F you, bro. Uh, sorry, I can't. I'm wearing a mask. <laughs> or you can <laughs> just say um, I am smiling. 
I am smiling. With my eyes. Can you tell? With my <laughs> eyes. Um, it's that, and it's also like, I don't know, there's something about masks that make me, one, I feel a little mad max. Like mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm about mm -hmm. to go like save the world. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's, I'm an introverted person with like extroverted tendencies. So when I have like a mask on and sunglasses and like a ball cap, I'm like, nobody can even see me. I'm invisible. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> Just, it's, it's- I feel so free. It's amazing. It's fantastic. It's amazing yeah. because th there's a certain level of autonomy with it that is so yes. beautiful. I own, it. this is all This me. is all your space. It all belongs to me. You don't get to see who I am. Yes. You don't get to stare. You don't get to right. look. Not saying that like I'm someone who's stare worthy, but like there's- No, but you, you know, are. When people, well, you bless you, I you imagine with that mask and just your eyes, people are like, who is she? <laughs> I want to know her. Like your eyes are oh literally like your last time is Pierce and your eyes I are know. piercing. It's a it's like that's a that's a constant. God was heard. like, she's a star. She's going to be a star. <laughs> let's just dare you. Let's just do let's just do what we do. He was like, my favorite. <laughs> my favorite is the um. you look like that, you know, that dog. And I'm always like, what? what? And then they're like, that dog, you know, you're like a you're like a Siberian husky. And I'm like, thank you. Okay, first you. of all. First of all, they're beautiful. <laughs> Second of all, I'm not a dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, my first thing is like, I'm sorry, did you just call me fat? That's because all I heard was husky. All I heard was husky. And I remember as a kid looking at those Being catalogs and seeing those like husky, you know, jeans. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, did you just call mm -hmm. me fat with pretty eyes? Also, are you calling me fat as like, yes. Mm -hmm. Look how fat you are, how or fat you are. you're being nasty and like fat phobic. Because I'm like, listen, if you're like, look at that body, I'm like, you're right. Thank right. you. Thank you. Look at these beautiful <laughs> but, eyes and that body. But when you say body, you, honey, like a Siberian husky, what do you mean but, by that? <laughs> <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who are you talking to? But truly, like, I think I think you're spot on with that. Like being, like, I belong to myself because no one can see what I look like. So there's. There's, there is like full autonomy in the anonymity of it all. Um, and it just feels like, I don't know if it, it, it really does feel like, like a, like an invisibility cloak or like a mm -hmm. safety, like a it's safety just, net. It's safety. I feel. And I didn't realize that I needed something like that. But now can you imagine, like, I'm not going to go back to New York and just not wear a mask on the subway. Are you kidding? I, I think. It's not happening. If, if there's ever a place to wear a, a mask, it's on the subway. It's the New York subway. <laughs> in New York. <laughs> like, just, truly. It is like, it, 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 and I get it. Like, it is, and I, again, I lived in New York for four and a half years, and yeah. I was on the subway every day, all day. Every that is day. The, the biggest That's how you mode get around. of You're around. Yeah. That is the biggest mode of transportation. Yeah. With that being said, like, the thing for me about in New York, my autonomy in New York was headphones. I always had Absolutely. on my headphones. And mm -hmm. there were times where, like, I wasn't listening to anything, but it just felt like I was in. I just felt like I was being protected and I was People being covered. People just leave you alone. And they leave you yep. alone. You can ignore mm -hmm. whoever you want to ignore, and they don't say mm -hmm. anything to you. But yep. I think the mask now is that is that autonomy, is that indivisibility. It is that mm -hmm. this is my space. Let me be here. Mm -hmm. I exist with you. I'm yeah. here with you. I own my own space and yes. you don't get to come over and tell me, say, or anything. Say anything. Yeah. You know? I also like, this is also like a, no thanks. Mm -hmm. Like it, I just, the, the, the sunglasses, headphones with nothing playing and the mask combo mm -hmm. is like, it is like floating. Mm -hmm. It's like floating in a, mm -hmm. in a, like just a sea of myself. It's fantastic. I, I don't love the sunglasses and the mask. 
because it does it fog. <laughs> I know it does fog, but it, it does. Holy cow! There are t- there are times, and I'm like, oh, I, no one can see any part of my face, and I think mm-hmm. because like the eyes are such a thing for me that that even if I have my face covered up, someone is gravitates because like it they they are very blue, <laughs> they're very pale, very blue, they, and and they they're like beacons yes. they're like come talk to me yes. <laughs> that's no, honestly what I, they do. I swear I blink and it, and someone gets a message like she's nice go talk to her and right. I'm literally like I am but please don't, don't talk, talk to me. me I get that all the time I'm like why yeah, is it that you have out a nice of all face. of my friends you have we're, such a nice face it's like why are they targeting me what am I what am I putting out because there that's, <laughs> that's asking all the weird people, please come talk to me. Yes, I know. Yes. It's an energy. It's probably because ma- they need you in some way. I, you know, everyone, it's, it is, what's so crazy, and I'm, I'm trying not to get emotional this early in the pod <laughs> and in the conversation, but mm-hmm. like I used to not see what other people saw in me. And so I always felt yeah. attacked when people would come up to me or look at me, or I would get this like, this like, this like egotistical, like, Oh, I'm hot. I'm this. I'm th- I'm not right. Like I'm not, but I had it. I'm like, what, what oh, I think is you're it? Hot. Thank you. I think I'm it. very cute. Um, I think you're very cute. <laughs> oh I um, but I I have this moment where I was like, oh, I'm radiating. Yes. Yeah. And there is nothing egotistical about radiating, and no. that's what it is. It's it's a, not something you can help. It's not something that I can help, and I had no. to stop being resentful that people would come up to me and ask me for money or ask me for help or ask me for that. Di- Please never ask me for directions. I still ways to get home from work. So I can't help you there. I don't know North, yeah. South, East and West. Don't know. I don't know. Don't but know. like, I would always get these people come up to me and I would be so like frustrated about it. Or I would feel like I'm, or like, I just, they're, look- they're imposing on your yes. time and yes. yeah. And like, and it's it, like taking control of your space. And it's and, like, yeah. no, Johnny, you're just being of service. Wow. You're just being yeah. of service. Yeah. You are being of service and your gift to this world is your joy and it is your spirit and it is your light and you are mm-hmm. a beacon. Embrace it. And I think the moment I started to embrace that, the less chaotic my head is when I see people yeah. coming up to me. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, because again, it goes back, for me, it goes back to growing up and being a child adult, an adult child. Where like you're having to take your people over and over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And so it's like, well, I never get a break. I never get a break. You know, I'm always, and now I'm, a, I'm this and I'm that and I'm helping this person, that person. It's all so overwhelming. I'm always on. I'm always I'm on. Always I've always got to be ready. I'm always got, I always got to be on. And, and I remember mm-hmm. like we were, to piggyback, I don't know if it was, we were talking about, I used to be a host at restaurants in New York. And I would always get mm-hmm. told, you should smile more. You look better when you smile. Most people do. Right? <laughs> but but like, but like, come on. For why? Why? But why? And then, and then oh, I... Oh, for other people? Right. So for other people, I need to smile. Mm-hmm. But if I have nothing to smile about, mm-hmm. I something that I've started saying when men, <laughs> <laughs> those those men go, you should smile more. I'm like, give me something to smile about. Mm-hmm. I got it from women. I don't see anything. Oh, God. <laughs> I got that it from pisses women. pisses me off. Mm-hmm. I know, because we're just as fucking bad. <laughs> I, I said got it. I got it from women. 
from women. Yeah. And it's aye, like, aye. look, yes, I'm at the front. Yes, I'm the also, host. And just, I'm, but it's like, come on, like, zip it. Smile. It. Why, haven't, is, haven't you learned anything from like the thing that right. gets said to you all the time? It's like, which is also just goes to show like how much we can mirror misogyny onto mm -hmm, other people. Mm -hmm. It's an incredible, there I go. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go because it's, it's, I know it is reciprocal. It's like, it is, it's, it's like, okay, yes, I could smile. And yes, I look very cute when I smile and I'm like light and joy mm -hmm. and all of this. And it's like, they want that like magical Negro, like feminine, gay, sassy black guy thing. Yeah. White women. Because it serves them. White women. women. Yeah. But I'm not that all the time. Like, am yeah. I a naturally happy, energetic person? Yes. But I've also been here for seven hours smiling at the front desk or smiling at the host stand when you guys are being mean to me. Because I won't sit you at your mm -hmm. table. So you know what? I'm not going to smile right now because I'm annoyed. Yeah. And let me have that. That also just goes to show how white people in general and, quite frankly, white women specifically, because mm -hmm. I think that we're a very specific breed oh, of dangerous. Oh, you guys we're are extremely you guys insidious. Are something else. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's something I've had, like, personally, I've had to learn because I've hurt friends, because mm -hmm. I've lost friends mm -hmm. because of my white female yeah. experience. That's like, so... It's that's something I've had to learn and be like, ah, check, check, check your damn yeah. self, Lindsay. Yeah. Yeah. Check yourself because we are obsessed with mm -hmm. consuming things that don't belong to us. Mm -hmm. You want to know why? I'm going to say it. White people don't like themselves that much. Yeah. So when you go around, I saw something the other day. Do you follow random black girl yes. on Instagram? Yes. So she, she posted the other day. She said, white people, what do you like about yourself? And some people answered really earnestly, like specifically the freckles on their skin, you know, the very specific, really earnest things. And one girl, I can't remember, and I'm so sorry if I'm botching this conversation, but one girl answered extremely earnestly about some physical trait of whiteness that she specifically really loved and had to learn to love about herself. And then she started tangenting off of her earnestness. And by the end, she had this incredible comment that said, now that I've said all of this out loud, because she was unpacking, mm -hmm. like she was doing work mm -hmm. in these comments on herself and on her, her experience in the world. And she said, white people, I don't think white people love themselves that much, which is why they feel the need to consume and steal from everyone around them because they don't know who they are. Wow. Wow. And, and we were all like, <laughs> Like slow, like clapping. Holy I mean, shit! It is. It Hi. Is, <laughs> I mean, Hello. The reckoning <laughs> of 2020, I think, is is global and universal. Absolutely. And it is all genders, all races, all sexes, mm -hmm. all everything. We've all it's, got something to look we've at. All got something to look at, and I. It, I the think work is never done. It's never done, and I think we're never going to reach a pinnacle. Got to keep because going. Because if you do, then what do you do? Then you just do you just exist. Like if you if you've grown mm -hmm. and you're like you've hit that pinnacle quote-unquote of yeah. you yeah then what do you do after that right well, you must pass away surely <laughs> because like because evolution is a slow burning thing yeah like in that like example i was getting a massage the other day and uh we were talking about my wick my wicked back that i already have <laughs> after only having been in the show for three weeks i like pulled my psoas muscle in my back oh it was awful and she was like hey your psoas is really tight and she starts talking to me about how backs are beginning to change mm. and how this new generation as they're being born and as they are growing they're getting an extra vertebrae in their neck because they're looking down at screens and i was like you're fucking kidding 
and she and and then she starts talking about how um their fingers their hands if you if anybody's listening to this obviously you can't see me put your hands in like a little like uh like put all your fingers together and you'll notice that your pinkies tend to drift from your hands and that's because you hold your your phone with your pinky underneath children now will forever have a drifting pinky because of a screen hold because their bones are going to set and they're going to have this like so forever in like a thousand years if we live that long humans are gonna have like webbed wow. <laughs> like something some, some wild thing like that and i and sh she said something really incredible which was evolution is slow and certain mm. and i was like Wow, because it's she was she was like people think that you know there, there's a lot of people out there that think that evolution isn't a real thing and that it doesn't happen, but it happens slowly over vast amounts of time, and you know I see I see so much change or at least promises of change in the last year, but we can't stop evolving because within five more years there will be new things to learn because they're yeah. going to be new discoveries there's going to be new terminology there's going to be new unveiling of of ways in which to make the world and the, it, or make spaces inclusive for those who need the space yeah, <laughs> and no. it's i don't need any more space i got plenty right. i'm privileged i have yeah. so much space right. i'm good mm -hmm. but like there's gonna there's going to be needs like the non-binary and gender fluidity conversations. Yeah. I mean, happy fucking pride. Right, happy like, pride. It, truly, happy pride. Yeah. Juneteenth is coming up. Like, there's so much there's space. So much, yeah. But we have to make sure that everyone gets some. And that's, yes. you just don't stop growing into that. I don't know. I'm no, just going to stop. No, you, no, that is, but that it's, is but that's no, how I feel. But that's, but that is true, though. It's like, it's like, we're all growing. And I think what 2020 has truly Provide it. And I think I like to use the word provide it because mm. it's given That's us an opportunity. It's a good, yeah, it's given mm -hmm. us an opportunity to look at so many different things. And that's the great thing about the human experience and about the freedom of America and of this country mm -hmm. is that we have the freedom to learn and to grow and to step into our purpose, to step into change. Mm -hmm. Like this whole you know, racial unjust that we went through, like as painful as it was and as it currently still is, and it's expanding, you know, it, it, mm -hmm. it started out, you know, it's Black Lives Matter and now it's AAPI and now it's gonna, and next and it's gonna be, it's gonna be, the, it's gonna be trans yeah. It's It's all of it. Yeah. And I think this, this gives all of us an opportunity. This racial unjust provides us with the opportunity to just look within and continue yeah. to search for humanity in ourselves mm -hmm. and in our lives. And like, you know, like the conversations around gender and pronouns, it's like, it's, mm -hmm. I'll go to an example in the, in, in certain 12 step programs, mm -hmm. the genders are now being used and there's a lot mm -hmm. of like heavy conversations around it. Well, we don't yeah. need it. It should be this, it should be that it is. And I had to say to someone, it's like saying my name is Johnny. I'm telling you what my name is. I'm giving you permission yeah. to call me Johnny. I put my name on the screen, on my Instagram, in my signature, and it's mm -hmm. saying my name is Johnny Webster, he, him. Yeah. So what I'm saying to you is no matter what I look like, no matter how I present, I've just given you the information. The information. I've given mm -hmm. you all you need to know. 
I don't need you to understand. I don't need to tell you anything differently. I don't need to like, I don't need to do anything. I'm telling you, this is what I, this is he, him. Great. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. There's no conversation. So whenever you talk about me, Mm -hmm. it's always talking to my friend Johnny and he said. And he said, right. Yes. And what I, and I will give people the permission to like not understand because as a black gay man, as a Mm. queer identifying person, I still am learning how to navigate they, them in a conversation. Why? Only because I didn't learn that growing up in grammar school. I didn't learn those, I didn't learn they, they, them to represent a single person. I didn't learn that. It was plural. Right. You know, it's plural. So I'm, I'm getting this opportunity. I'm getting the opportunity to learn something new. Why am I going to fight against that? Why am I going to ask for an explanation? Someone saying to me, I want to go by they, them. Great. Will you allow me the opportunity to learn how to say that and to use that in a sentence? (laughs) Cause it's Mm -hmm. tricky. It's tricky. It is. I'm not transphobic. You are not transphobic. Mm-hmm. You are learning. Yeah. All we're doing is learn. Every single day, we're getting an opportunity to learn something new. I just mm-hmm. learned something new today. Oh, they, them, great. Yeah. Now I don't have to say. I, I don't know. Like I don't. Oh, I don't know. Like yeah. Or saying like I was talking to Mel and she. Oh, um, oh I uh, actually. Uh, uh, um, I. I um, <laughs> I've I've done I've done that talking about you know people that that are that run in the same circles as us and mm-hmm. I go you know I was talking about so and so and and he she and I go oh excuse me they and I keep going mm-hmm. and it's and that's it it's, listen if I can memorize the whole script <laughs> it's you know if you know what I mean if, if you can if you can get an MBA if you can get a doctorate yeah. if you can get a mm-hmm. you know you can you can write a book you can you learn can. to adjust to language you can learn the new york subway system <laughs> right you can learn if you if yeah. you know latin if you know french if you know any other yeah. language mm-hmm. you can learn to say they them yeah you can learn we, to recognize and it's okay if it takes time it, it is that is a to me that is a natural part of of learning mm-hmm. you know like i mistaking and then correcting. when i went back to school i beat myself up before i started because I didn't understand biology, the class itself. Hmm. Well, Johnny, you never, you, you didn't take biology in high school. I mean, you took it, but like it was years ago. Mm-hmm. Like you're a 37 year old man in a biology class, in a sociology class, in a American social problems class. Mm-hmm. And you've already decided that you're stupid and you're dumb because you mm-hmm. don't know this. Well, if you knew it, why would you be taking the class? Right. You're taking the class to learn. You're, mm-hmm. you're, we are here existing in this world to learn. If you're mm-hmm. not here to learn, what are you here to do? I just don't never, understand. Never not students. Do you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you're continually learning. So mm-hmm. if, if, if me saying to you as a black gay man, I don't want to be called this. And you say, well, I don't know why. I'm explaining to you why. I'm giving I you the opportunity want. to learn. And yeah. if you're choosing not to, great. That's fine. But you're not in this orbit with me. We're not in this right. relationship. We're not in this conversation. And yeah. I'm going to, you know, dip out. If you're unwilling mm-hmm. to learn that saying the N-word is inappropriate. Who, baby? <laughs> <laughs> and there are people who are unwilling. Why do you to, need it? Why do you need it so much? But there are people who are unwilling <laughs> to accept that you cannot say the N-word as a non-Black person. 
well, I just. There are so many others. Do you know what I mean? How many words exist? There are so many words. <laughs> if, 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 if you're unwilling to not use racial slurs in your comedy, in your jokes, in your writing. Yep. You're not a good writer. You're not oh. a good comedian. You're not a good Ooh, artist or storyteller. Mm-hmm. Like I can go through the whole day and make people laugh naturally. And I haven't said an offensive thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Or if you or if you do by happenstance, you go, thank you so much. I'm gonna take that in and use that as an opportunity <laughs> mm-hmm. to learn and not yeah. do it again. Or do but when it's it's that when you know better, you do better. You do right. I learned And also how to, if you refuse to know better, then I can't fuck with I you. Can't talk, right. It's like <laughs> got it. Like ignorance, ignorance Good to know. Also, thank you for that information. Now exactly. I know. And it's a no for me, dog. Like it's, it's no. like we're good. You know, like yeah. it's it is it is all a part of the human experience of learning mm-hmm. and growing. And it is, yeah. I am forever learning and forever growing. And, you know, one of the things I love about you, and I'm going to fangirl on you for a um, little bit, is when I, I met you, you were young and like, you oh, were so just like, so, you oh were just gosh, as young. She was so foolish. She, you know, and I've seen you through Instagram because ge- geographically, like we just never were mm-hmm. in the same place. But I watched, I've watched you... I've watched you grow. Mm-hmm. I've watched you grow. And in this last year, I am like in love with the person that you've become because I, I believe that you have recognized your privilege as a white woman in this America, mm-hmm. in America as a beautiful, talented, successful mm-hmm. white woman in this country who, who, you know, you benefit from just existing. Like, your yes. mere whiteness is a benefit to you. Like, you Period. don't, outside of being a woman, you are you are not a threat to anyone, right? Nope. Like, but as a woman, you, you have to watch out for your safety. And that is, mm-hmm. I respect that. And I, yeah. I, I empathize for that. Because as a black man, when I walk out of my door, someone yeah. hates me. Yeah. Just because of the color of my skin, someone hates me. And God let them see me switch my hips and like and then it's like, and you're gay? I know. No. That intersectionality. <laughs> Seriously. They're like they're like, nah, nah. We you you gotta go. You're an abomination yeah. because you were born and also because you're gay. Yeah. But what I've been loving watching you especially on Instagram, and I think Instagram and, and social media is a huge it's a huge opportunity for us to to truly have a conversation. We can have mm. so many conversations because so many people are following us. I mean, following you. <laughs> you too, though. I mean, yeah, but you know, you yeah. like you're like up there, and I don't know. so many I people those, are. I live for those dance reels. I mean, it, I really it, do. It the saved, joy, Johnny's joy. My God, it saved so my good. life. It saved my life. Dancing your joy, has your always, joy is incredible. Lindsay, dancing has always saved my life. Has Isn't always saved my life as a little. Feminine kid in Memphis dancing yeah. to Whitney Houston, you know, yes. I'm every woman. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I have to tell you that moment as a kid dancing on my porch um, changed my life. It was the first time I got called a faggot. Oof. Yeah. Oof. It was the first time I got told, you act like a girl. Do you want to be a girl? You're, why are you? Why are you? Yeah. And yet, I just was like 
sissying and sashaying. I got called yeah. sissy faggot, funny Johnny, like uh. all the things. But there was something about dancing that just like shut it all out. Yeah. And this year I, f- I found that again through watching this guy on Instagram do live dance videos. Ryan Huffington or Heifer, I forget his name. But he was he was on the sweatshop and he would just Instagram live and dance on Thursdays and I was doing it and I was like I'm just gonna do I'm living. this. Living, <laughs> yeah. It was just like it wasn't like it was just like dance and sweat and I loved it and that was when I think people started to like start to kind of really follow me because I think before that I was kind of stifled as a as a representative in this big industry and. You know, I was taught, like, you shouldn't have opinions as a representative of actors because you never know who you're going, you're going to offend or whatever, you know, whatever it is. You know, as a representative, like, I can't be like, God, I freaking hate X, Y, and Z because what if an actor that I may want to sign one day is on that show or, like, I can't say I don't love a show because, you know what I mean? And um, right, and you're so outspoken, Lindsay. And I, and I, a part of me, like, was resentful because I'm like, she's a successful white girl on Broadway. Of course she's allowed to be. Of course she's allowed to be that way. Yeah, absolutely. You, I, I think, I think that resentment is warranted. (laughs) Like, like as in, in like in general, like Mm -hmm. it, I think, I don't think that there's anything wrong with feeling that way. It took me a while to, 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 and I have a lot of uh, white friends because, you know, I'm always the only white person in every space that I've ever been in, but yeah. Um, but I have amazing, re- close relationships with white women and with some white friends. But, but generally speaking, white women have always been an issue for me. Um, I can't imagine why they wouldn't be. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like, and I'm not. I'm not trying to be that white girl that's like fuck white people. No. But like, genuinely, it took it took me looking into myself and going, oh, I see why that person mm-hmm. cannot even 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 if words have been spoken and like there's been exchanges i understand why i am no longer allowed in that person's space or why i'm not why why i am not trusted in that space or why you know or like why i need to do work in order to you know not redeem myself but like just become a, something that's not a twat mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you know you have to you have to earn the respect and you and it has to and it has to be for the right reasons so sorry, I completely derailed you, but no, white women no, no, in no, your no. life. I, you know, I think I think it's a warranted feeling. No, it it and I did a I've done a lot of work around um around that, you know, in yeah. um in my recovery. And um and the beautiful thing about resentments is for me, um, in my program is that I I see my part in it. You know, I I, mm. I see the role that I play. You know, I'm allowing yeah. myself to be the magical Negro. I'm I'm allowing myself to be the sassy black gay friend. Wow. I'm allowing myself to be this person that they they want me to be. That is not truly me. I mean, I'm gay. I'm very gay, but I'm not as gay as people think I am. Right. But I've had to play that role. I've had to the be caricature the, the caricature of it, of it. I had mm-hmm. to be. I have to be the magical Negro. I'm the only black person in a lot of spaces in entertainment, which is insane. Well, you and know? when you are the amoeba that mm-hmm. is whiteness, cannot help but tokenize you, right? And 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 I've allowed myself <laughs> We're to fantastic be fantastic at it, right? But I've allowed <laughs> myself to be tokenized because I know that if sure. I'm safe under white control, I'm I'm okay. You're safe. I'm safe. Yeah. You know, yeah. I learned how to be safe under white control, and like that's something that dates back to you know slavery, dates back to like you know like yeah being the, the, the you know the the house slave, you know like. 
Ugh, NASA yeah. loves you, you know, because you're light skinned and you're, you know, yes, yeah. sir. And no, sir. And yes, ma'am. And no, ma'am. Finding you know? finding the privilege and your lack of yeah, privilege, you know, yeah. and um, and I, I, I fought that for the longest time and it, 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 it kind of popped. But back to you, I I love the way you've spoken out so much this last year and a half. You know, you've called out yourself, other white people. I mean, Broadway. Yeah. I mean, to be a part of Broadway and to call it out, like that takes balls. I mean, it's still, I'm still, I'm still navigating my own fear and ego through all of it where I'm like, when do I get a call that's like, please don't come back? Mm -hmm. You know, like Mm -hmm. when do I, when do I lay on the railroad tracks? And when, and when, when by doing so, am I centering myself? Mm -hmm. That's something I have to check all the time, which is why I end up sharing a lot of voices who one know more than me. Because I was not part of the community up until Janu- end of January 2020. Right, right. So I was someone who looked at the monolith of Broadway and was like, it's a beautiful blah, 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 blah. I've dreamt of this my whole life. I've never thought about the intersectionality of like disenfranchised individuals and blah, blah, blah. Like, I just never, because yeah. how, when, why you, would when you, you're, why, do why you would need I? To? Why do you because, need to? <laughs> because of my privilege. Literally, like, why Why would I? I never, I never thought about it except that I knew you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a total idiot. Mm-hmm. Like I, like Trayvon Martin changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like it changed the way I looked at things because it was, you couldn't not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like there were, there were things where I was like, I cannot. And still, honestly, sobriety changed my life. Mm-hmm. Like pulled the wool off my eyes. It was mm-hmm. like, Hey, you are problematic. <laughs> <laughs> Baby. So for like the last three and a half years, my life has exponentially changed. Mm-hmm. And my view on myself, thanks to that beautiful thing we call inventory. Right, right. You can't unknow <sighs> what you, you know. You can't unknow what you know. The moment you do that inventory, oh it's my like, God. fuck, no. Searching I and thorough. And I, <sighs> I can't play the victim anymore. I can't speak. I, I can't be overly no, responsible, but, overly oh sensitive. I can't. I can't be desperate to be oppressed. And yeah. Like, uh, like it's a like whole, I can't like wallow in self-pity. I mean, you, you, oh my you God. can, but it's like now there's no excuse. And also, and also nobody's going, okay. Yeah. Your, you know, your sponsor or anybody else in the program with you or whatever it is, is going, well, whenever you're done with that, mm-hmm. give me a call, I guess. Yes. Whenever you get the fuck over yourself, mm-hmm. um, which is, which is, I feel like what I've worked on since young adulthood, you know, but, but when when I stopped being obsessed with image and obsessed with myself, um, things really started, like the miracles started happening. I started learning and I started unlearning and I started being of service and I started um, being a member of my own community. And I like, I was able to accept mul- multitudes within myself and things about my sexuality and like yeah. just my my truths and and it's incredible what happens to your view of other people when you love yourself yes or when yes. you begin to love yourself mm-hmm. there was something i we read with a with a mutual friend of ours the other day that was um we are very hard on others when we're hard on ourselves because it's easier to be sharp with other people mm-hmm. than then turn the knife in right you know or like because we've been turning the knife in there's one in our hand so we just go around and jab everybody else Mm -hmm. 
And what if you just drop the fucking knife? What yeah. if you just put it back in the drawer? I and then didn't take it back out. <laughs> like, I think that is like one of the things it's kind that's of been bananas. The hardest thing for me to truly come to terms with it. And I heard someone um, say it like the, it's it's the very thing that I am I hate in other people that I'm bothered by and someone else is the very thing I have myself. Yeah, it's like. I'm like, like just one big old mirror. It's just every, every, I mean, mm -hmm. it is amazing how once you get sober, at least for me, once I got sober and I did that inventory and I shared that with another person and I, I now have words to describe the thoughts and the feelings and behaviors like, no, I'm not crazy. I hate that. Yeah. No, I'm not crazy. No, I'm not broken. No, I'm not. I mean, I am very dramatic. <laughs> I mean, how can we not? Be? I know. It's like, yes, I'm, but, but it is not because I'm crazy or broken or this or that. It is because I'm, I'm human. And for the longest time, I needed to survive. And surviving was being an emotionally manipulative, was being self seeking, was being people pleaser, yep. was yep. wallowing in self pity, was being, Same. you know, an emotional hostage taker. Like all of those things. And I drained people around me. I was a, I was an emotional vampire. I yes. needed that. To yeah. survive. And making those amends to those people. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It was. Owie. I've cried every time. I'm not even done with them. I mean, it's. Not even done. I, I have to. I do them. I do the. the I do them a lot. And. Yeah. And I'm learning now to do them more quickly. You know, now I'm like. I know. Okay. You know, I need to when apologize. I, when. Yeah. When I, you drag your feet, it's like. Oh, oh God. It's you awful. Know? And it's like, now I just go, yeah. you know what? I. I Immediate. I should not have said that to you. I was mm -hmm. I was in my feelings and mm -hmm. I should not have said that to you. You know, because usually when I when I when my defects of character pop up and I've learned through a friend that she calls them defenses because we're not born defective. And so oh. right? Ooh, Take I just felt it in my chest. Yep. When she told say me that, that one I, more time. Say that one more time. You're not born Pretty defective. Please. Oh, thank you so much. So while that is so validating. It is. It's like we're not born defective. We are no, born. We're taught. We're taught yeah. how to defend ourselves. And these are defenses gone awry. Mm -hmm. You know, like as a kid, as a black gay kid growing up, I needed to protect myself. And mm -hmm. so I used sarcasm as a weapon. And I use my 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 voice, my joking, my crying, my yeah. as a as a way to protect myself as a way to get mm -hmm. what I needed. And when my knees were met, I retaliated. Oh, and now God. that I have this recovery, a little bit of recovery, I can now recognize I'm about to go into a defect. What do I, what can I do in this moment? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Nothing. They, Usually it's, it's me being like, I need five minutes. Mm -hmm. Like I have to go somewhere else mm -hmm. and be like, I just need to like, if I if <laughs> I can it down. if I can in that moment say you know what, let me get back to you. Mm -hmm. oh Rather God. than I need to be better at that. <laughs> I mean, I, listen, I ain't perfect at Ooh, it. <laughs> I make I make oh an amends God. probably three or four times a week because sometimes I'm just like f yep. it. I know. And then we're well, also human. Well, I'm just human. because just because you're in recovery and just because you know you've you've done all this work, it doesn't mean that you're not a human and the a world. Human. And also, especially, especially for you and all of the things that, that play, like, again, I'll use that word, that intersectionality that you carry in yeah. your experience with you. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say something like, you know what, you deserve to get a little, like, 
mean every once in a while. But you know what? I don't blame you for it. <laughs> no, it's true. I listen. Look at I, the fucking world look, around you. That's, that's, <laughs> like, that's absolutely Jesus. right. With that being said, though, I that don't have, action of I don't yeah. have the luxury to do that because right. For me, that's going to lead to, yeah. well, then if I can do this, then maybe I can do that. And if I could do this and I could do that, and then I'm back wow. where I started, you know, totally. because I've learned that I don't need to drink to be a dick. <laughs> Doesn't that suck? It sucks. Like, like when it, I stopped drinking, I was like, oh no, I'm just a bitch. Cool, 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 right, cool, right. cool, cool, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Got I'm it, like, got it, got oh, it. Oh, no, no, no. Like, I was a, I, oh, I've always been, a, oh, okay. And also, also like realizing, oh, because I, I don't know about you, but- the amount of self-hatred, the amount of self-loathing, the amount of like shame, just like just anger towards self, the things that I would say to myself that I very rarely, if ever, would say to another person, mm -hmm. unless they like killed my parent or something. Like mm -hmm. it's pretty unbelievable how many tacks I could swallow. And once the drinking went away and the using and the, you know, everything else that come that piles on top of that disease got taken away i was like okay yeah i i can definitely be a shithead <laughs> when mm -hmm. i'm without drinking but i'm also not the monster that i've convinced myself that i am right. and that i've let other people convince myself that i am right. and that my upbringing and you know the things that we with that so many people go through the trauma the trauma of mm -hmm. like family and the trauma of, of relationships and the trauma of living <laughs> Angeles. I know. Yes. It's... And the, you know, the trauma of living in big cities, the trauma of being an artist. Yes. Um, that being said, not special. Right. And not so an get excuse. get over it. And not an excuse. Not an excuse. My, my part today in 2021, mm -hmm. 37 years old, is holding on to my trauma and using it as a weapon to justify my shitty behavior. Poof. You know what I mean? I'm just not yeah. doing that anymore. That's just irresponsible. I'm not. I'm trying yeah. not to do that anymore. You know, yeah. I'm not perfect, and I'm human. And and one of the things that I I have learned in the last year, and I've been sober six year six years as of last year, but only last year, coming into 2021, have I learned how human I am. Cool. Yeah. You know how human I really am, and that not everything is about me. Hmm. Ugh. I know. Ugh. <laughs> I literally was like, mm, hate I don't that. Like that. <laughs> uh, but it's true. Like I, yeah. I am. I... Like all jokes aside, but it is. It is that. Like even if you think that you've like done the sh quote unquote the shadow work, and like you've done the work, and you've done this and this and this, I'm doing the work, and I'm doing the work. Yes. You still go like, oh my god, my ego is starving. It's it like needs... it just is is ravenous mm -hmm. all the time, and is like even it like even the most like sage human beings have to like check their emotional vampirism. Like it's unreal. I have to check myself quite often, all the time, um, all the time. And and again, because what I'm learning and have been learning through this whole year of, around joy and you know, existing in humanism and, you know, activism and, and everything is yeah. like, my intentions don't matter anymore. Mm. It's what I mm -hmm. do. It's my action. The action. It's the action. I don't intend to be a dick all the time. I don't intend to like hurt someone's feelings, mm. but it, I do sometimes, you mm. know, I don't intend to sometimes be happy, but I freaking am. Yeah. 
You know, my like if I throw a rock and it hits you, of course I didn't mean to hit you, yeah, but I still threw the damn rock. You. And so I, I still I broke have, the window. I still owe you an apology. I still yeah. owe myself an apology. I didn't intend to be hard on myself, but I was. Yeah. And I get to forgive myself. Making amends to myself was the hardest thing. To forgive myself for existing and carrying my trauma and and shutting my and dimming my light. I owed myself an amends for that because mm -hmm. once I forgave myself, I was able to like fully be myself, you know? And now that I'm, I've tapped into this inner resource of, of just joy. Now that I know what joy is, I can access it whenever I want. That's some powerful shit. <laughs> and it is, it is, it is that terrifyingly is powerful. It's terrifyingly yeah. powerful to know that like growing up, you know, in sexual trauma, physical trauma, emotional trauma, abuse, drinking, drugs, I can still access joy whenever I want. I can mm -hmm. still wake up and and love myself despite all the things I did to myself to exist. The sex mm -hmm. stuff, the drug stuff, the drinking, the, all yeah. of that, all of these things, I can still love myself. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. There are people who are still drinking over that, are still on the street, are still mm. numbing themselves through alcohol and, and drugs and, and, and everything. They're trapped in their own misery. And I was, even in sobriety, was trapped in my own misery. I was rotting mm -hmm. in my own misery all of mm -hmm. 2020, 2020 for a, a long time because I could not, I could not, not be a victim of my circumstance of being a black man in America, being treated the way that I've been treated all this time, I could not yeah. get over that. And so I was rotting in it until I realized the problem is in America. I mean, the problem is America, let's be clear. Yeah, I was like, well. <laughs> <laughs> the problem Ain't is America. <laughs> but on a, on, yeah. a, on a micro level, if yeah. I'm not the problem, there's no solution. Wow. My God. And Do you I ever want to like be a pastor, <laughs> like or so you know what I mean? Some some sort of like spiritual but leader of some kind. That's what this pod is for. That is yeah, what my is. that is what I've that been doing the, the last year on Instagram. It's like sharing the shit that has gotten me to this place where like I can be, I can be in love with me and not be an egomaniac. Isn't that incredible? It is. It is huge to know that I can love myself and not stand in the way of, of, of someone else living their life. Mm. Like, in their space. <laughs> do you. Be yeah. you. Because it, 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 it does not affect me unless I would allow it to. You know, like, we learn we're powerless, you know, over drugs and alcohol. I'm powerless over people, places, and things. And that is mm. hard for someone who has had to be powerful in order to exist. I've had to, like, I've had to be so strong because as black people, as marginalized people, we have to be stronger than the strongest man in America. You know, yeah, like yeah, my power is, is not physical. I've had to be mentally fucking powerful just to live and exist. And now I get to just like, I get to take off the cape. Mm. I get to put down the weights and just live in my own truth. And the truth is, is that like, I am black, I am gay. I am happy as fuck. I'm crying. I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Oh my God, that's so good. 
you know, and oh, and I get, get to me like this. <sighs> I get to be in relationship with people like you who live truthfully and wholly and joyfully and honestly and to know that like you used to drink and do drugs and all the things and mm-hmm. and here all you are the all the things all mm-hmm. the things Jeez Louise and here you are <laughs> accessing joy and and being joy and finding joy and giving joy to so many people with your with your voice with your your with your sharing of information that is not yours regardless mm-hmm. of what you think or your followers are gonna are going to feel or, or yeah. expect you know like sharing marginalized voices yeah have you always have you always been aware of your privilege um i don't i i don't think always i think always is not is not applicable but i mm-hmm. okay there are parrots here. <laughs> i don't know if you could hear that they're like i don't know if you've ever heard like the, the legend of the burbank parrots i'm not in burbank i'm in anaheim and somehow they're here <laughs> but there was like a flock of parrots that was like for some film in like the 50s i'm probably butchering this but they like got loose in the valley and now they're just they live here they live here and they never migrate because it's southern california so they're just they're loud and they're mean and they're everywhere you can cut this out or you can keep it in no girl this is staying this is very it's ridiculous this is fascinating information after this this, i'm gonna send you videos of them squawking on my runs and you're gonna be like girl no Mm -hmm. i'm ready i'm ready (laughs) it's i have so many i'm literally like nightmares your nightmares um but no not always but i've definitely um i've had moments of questioning Mm -hmm. as like um or like noticing, if that makes sense. Never, never, uh, I wouldn't call it awareness. It just like seeds being planted Mm -hmm. so that when someone had the strength to come to me and open themselves as a black person and, you know, a marginalized individual and talk about their experience, it didn't, it didn't make me feel like my experience was being attacked. You know what I mean? I didn't, And now granted, <laughs> for like this long, oh my God, I just you know that. what I mean? Yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. like in it, it was, but I was able to, because I knew this person and because I knew this individual and I cared so much about them, I was, it, I was, you know, incentivized to yeah. give a shit. You know, yeah. I was like hardcore about it and still couldn't see how I hurt them. Mm-hmm. Couldn't see how. Yeah, I was an exception because I had the friend, or because I of was course. in the group, or yes. because I right. was this. I was the exceptionalism of it all. Yeah, the white course. exceptionalism was abounded, uh, like just running fucking rampant. And I thought I was woke as fuck. No, <laughs> I, I think was. A I lot was of people the most dangerous kind. Yeah, I was the most dangerous kind of white woman, yes. and still can be, of course. and still will always be. I, I have the ability. Look at me. Yes, I look the way I look. I, I have the you. ability. It's a superpower I don't desire, but I have. You're right. Like no, of course, and and but and I benefit from it. it. But the recognizing it, it and understanding it is is so powerful. 
If you use yeah. it or don't use it, doesn't matter. But it's the recognition of that power. It is it is yeah. the recognition that I I am expecting. And as yeah. you learn, expectations are premeditated resentments. Um, yeah. <laughs> but is that it, blew it is me what, away too the first time I heard it? Like, I was like, ooh, ooh, there it is. Yeah. It's like you're talking to me. Yes, but <laughs> I, ex- I expect I expect people white people to recognize that. Like, right? I don't care that you have it. I don't give a shit that you have it. You can't fix that. You can't change how you no. look and how you move through the world. <laughs> Although, have you seen the people that are like, I can't. I'm we're not. <laughs> we're not. We're not doing that. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm we're talking about. We're not doing that. The people that are like, I now identify as African. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off. You, it's like, no. <laughs> Be silent. You're 13. 13. Go to school. That's right. Shut your mouth. Please. Because oh here's the thing. Everyone's African until the police are called. Hello. <laughs> Everybody want everybody want to be black until the police are called. Officer, God. officer, I, 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 I it's like okay. desperate to be oppressed. Yeah. Desperate. Yes. Desperate. Yes. And you know why? You want to know why too? I have like I've I had like a moment mm-hmm. the other day with my fiance and I was like it's because being oppressed is quote unquote trending right now. Okay. So well again, like they just want to consume it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my God, mm-hmm. like the people, I'm sorry, I'm going to say it. I'm not trying to offend. Actually, you know what? If you're offended, I'm, I mean do to offend work. you, but it's do the, mm, if you're feeling triggered, it's you, not me. Um, It's the people being like, pretty soon Christianity is going to be illegal. I'm like, oh, for oh fuck's my sake, God. shut I, up. Not interested. Not interested. Not interested. I don't subscribe to this. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> but, it, it, but it genuinely is. It's that kind of stuff. But that being said, I can still feel the, the way that I feel. And I can feel like I'm woke or that I'm doing the work and that I'm going to continue doing the work and that I'm going to try to be as brave as possible at all times and make sure I'm not centering myself. And I can still mm-hmm. do the bare minimum. That's right. Because it is the bare minimum. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Like posting on Instagram is the bare fucking minimum. Right. But am I doing the work in my life? Mm-hmm. I I hope I am. I feel I feel shifts. Yeah. You know, am am I am I giving money when I can to 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 people and places and things that need the money? I would like to think that I am. Mm-hmm. But what's the what's the point of of yeah. talking about it on social media if you're just like what is the uh, um virtue signaling yeah like i heard someone talk about that they didn't want a virtue signal the other day like on broadway (laughs) they were like well you know we don't want a virtue signal and i and i was like it's not virtuous it's not virtue signaling if you follow through yeah if you like mean the promise that you're claiming to do yeah it's not virtue signaling if you actually do it it's it's (laughs) a very interesting it's it's we're we're in such a very interesting time um and and I and I, but I love the time that we're in because again, it it is allowing all the opportunity of us to see ourselves, and we we yeah. can you know, and you cannot know again what you know. You can ignore it, you know, but ignorance yeah. is bliss is no longer applicable anymore. No, Do you know what I mean. It's not, and and I, and I mean that, that in but no, it's not. you know what I mean. Like, and I mean that <laughs> yeah. across the board. Like, it's like you can no longer be ignorant. You know, there no. there's so much information out there. There's so many people where people are spoon feeding you how to live, yeah. you know, as a, as a, a human. It's like yeah. th- you could Google anything, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like, I mean, like I, I, I Google everything now. I Google, Me I mean, too. you know, like I Google joy. Cause I was like, what the fuck is joy? Wow. 
Yeah. I was like, what is joy? Like, I don't. What is it? I don't understand that. Like, what? Like, that's really where it's. I was like, what is joy? And um, I Googled, like, I Google everything. Like, I'm going to Google virtue, like, virtue signaling. Virtue signaling. Like, I, yeah. I Google everything. I just want to, like, I don't know what that means. Like, Google it. Yeah. You know, like, it's like, well, I don't. Google like, it I, before you ask some disenfranchised person please, to define please. it for you. I, you know, I actually don't mind when people ask me things. I know yeah. a lot of a lot of black people like are not interested in or white people asking them anything, which I'm I support you and I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do your thing. I've opened yeah. myself up in a way that I can't. Not that I can't. I've opened myself up in a way yeah. that I'm. I it would be disingenuous for me not to respond because I. Sure. It's like there are people who are teachers and there are people who are not. Um, totally. I think it's also the way people ask. For sure. Because I've had people be like, question, 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 question. Tell me now, please, please mm -hmm. respond. And I'm like. Mm -hmm. And if I do respond, I'm like, if you type in, quote, the subject, mm -hmm. unquote, into Google, mm -hmm. these things up. will come up. Mm -hmm. I highly suggest you do so. Mm -hmm. They're very good reads. Mm -hmm. Restrict. <laughs> 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 like, take off the chat back option. Yeah. Like, no. ge like genuine. I do, do that. Yeah, if you if you restrict somebody, oh, I'm giving away my secrets. If you restrict <laughs> someone, if you like, if you if it's like a message request or something, if you if you open up the message request and you feel like your boundaries are being encroached upon, which is really the only time that I restrict someone, is you can say uh, you can go to their page or you can go to like the little three dots up in the corner and just say restrict user, and they can still see your page. They don't you don't block them. It's not unfollowing. It's not muting they just go back to your re message requests and then you have to approve their comments on your photos and stuff. So it's just a bit of self-protection. I'm into it. Which I personally, because I love a boundary. Love a boundary. I love a boundary. Um, could you hear my dog barking, by the way? I could, but I loved it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> was was like, that the naughty dog? Yeah. Yes. He, yes. He is an absolute angel, but he is very... Um, He's very mischievous. Yeah, he's got a lot of personality. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't know what he's doing, but he's just like barking. So I, I, I love it. Don't know yet if I'm That's... gonna edit it out or not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I this is like this is just this is this is yeah. homegrown. Yeah, um, totally. This is homegrown. I I have to say, like I, I love talking to you. I feel like in this last year we've gotten really close and we've gotten to share. A lot of things and you know it's discovering you know we are both sober was amazing oh my god i had no idea <laughs> no idea until you you popped into a space and i was like <gasps> i know i know and also it was one of those things if, if if anyone out there is also sober and and works sobriety the way that johnny and i do you'll know that feeling of oh of course of course of course of course that's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's the that's the mm -hmm. thing. It's like, it's like, it's like pregnancy without the, yeah. the kid. Yeah, it really is. It's mm -hmm. there's like there's the radi it's the radiance thing. It, and, it just, and it was like yeah. I saw you, and it all made sense. Yeah, I and private messaged you, and I was like, oh my, oh my god. god, I was like, <laughs> it's you. I know. Oh, I'm I getting know. to listen to you, yeah. and I was like, oh my god, this is so good. Because you speak the same language, we speak the same yeah. language, and we and without even knowing our stories, we know our stories. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. And and we yeah. work because we work in the same industry differently. It mm. it's nice because I'm like, okay, she is on Broadway in a very, very, very big way. Yeah, 
and she's doing the deal. That is incredible. Yeah. When I find out other people that are that are sober in this industry in big ways, or even in my on my side of it, which is completely different than on your side of it, it yeah. gives me hope. It reminds me that I can still do this. That yeah. I don't need the, the things that I that I thought I needed to do the job. I don't need to drink if someone gets a job or if someone doesn't get a job or if this or that. Mm -hmm. I don't need to drink at a premiere, a party, an event. I don't need to do that. And there are other people that are not doing that as well. Yeah. It's amazing. Life is just as good to live. It's just as good. When you're sober. And and not everybody needs to be sober, but no. oh boy, did, did I need to be. Oh no, I needed. I, I needed, needed it. I, I, I needed it. I could it. not access, I could not access any of what I am able to access now without being sober. Like being sober is yeah. like is like what I needed to even begin Be like a to human. Right. Mm -hmm. Humanity. Yeah, I didn't. The empathy, the joy. That was the, not. Also also just being able to truthfully access emotions. Mm -hmm. Like and be like, oh, that's what that is. Right. Oh, I'm angry. Yes. Oh, I'm oh, I'm devastated. And, oh, I'm this. I'm and that. I've always and been be afraid of anger. I've always been afraid of my anger. Me too. I've I'm always really been afraid, afraid of, of my it. anger. Oh, I'm afraid and of it. Boy, am I. Mm -hmm. My therapist. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can leave this in. My therapist called me a pissed off motherfucker, and I've never felt so validated. Yeah. I was like, oh, and he was like, and that is not a bad thing. Right. And he very right. very gently he was like. Well, remember, you are a female living in America. Mm -hmm. There's one part. Right. He was like, and then, you know, this thing that you experienced in your life, mm -hmm. and then this thing, and this thing, and this thing. And he mm -hmm. was like, and, you know, and your recovery and resentments and like traumas and blah, 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 blah. He was like, so your anger isn't a bad thing. You just can't let it control you. And I was Absolutely. like, and it's so easy to let it control me. <laughs> it's, it's, and it, sometimes it feels so good until it, does. it doesn't. It does. It's so good. But until that, it that, doesn't. Was, that was the disease. Everything was good exactly. until it wasn't. Drinking was good yes, until it wasn't. It was fun. Drugs until it was good wasn't. until it wasn't. Oh you know God. what I mean? It was, yeah. and, and, but I, rem but I remember now why I, I needed that. I yeah. needed that medicine. I needed that, that dopamine, that high, that adrenaline. Yeah. And now I get that from exercising. I get that from yeah. being of service. I get that from conversation. I get that from going back to school and realize that oh I'm not God, dumb, yeah. that I'm not, not smart. Do you know what I mean? Like I get that, yeah, that from- that self-love. From, I, I can now love myself and there's no attachments to it. It's just, yeah. I love myself. It's not I love myself because I love myself yeah. when, it's like, I just love myself, mm -hmm. you know? I just love yeah. myself and it, it is it has been a journey and it is a journey and I see you loving yourself. And one of the things that I I love about you and I don't know how you're gonna respond to this, so hear me out <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 i love how you love your body mm. and you're honest about that because i feel like as artists and as public figures we are supposed to and i'm i'm on the representation side of it but because i'm so yeah. visible on instagram like i feel like i'm supposed to look a certain way in order to mm. be allowed to take up the space that i take up in in, in this industry yeah. And I feel like as like, you know, as the lead of a show on Broadway and the people that have come before you in those roles, like, mm -hmm. are you supposed to look like the other people? Are you supposed right. to be a certain size? And you're like, no. Yeah. Well, there was a yes mm -hmm. to that 
-hmm. because you have to fit into dresses that are already made. Mm. It used to be, from what I understand, and I don't know if it's still this way, um, I don't know if they still make dresses, but I was wearing somebody else's dress. So it was kind of like fitting into, you know, whatever worked. Mm -hmm. And um, and I didn't feel that way pre-pandemic because I was a certain size and I, you know, I I was I was active in shows and, you know, and I was just active in my life and and uh and then everything shut down and I had started a regime with friends over FaceTime. We were doing like Shanti workouts. God bless you. He's a maniac. An absolute I, I could never beautiful and I would never. gorgeous mm -hmm. maniac. Mm -hmm. I like I love him, but mm -hmm. I also am so scared. And my knees could truly can't <laughs> like like there and were moments like, where I was like, like my fifty something. I know, Where do those it, knees come from? I know. The, like, just, I don't know. But God, his legs are beautiful. <laughs> anyway, I can't, it's like his his arm is the size of my whole torso. Like, it's just <laughs> unbelievable. And uh, and I was doing that, like, I, we, you know, I was just like keeping it up because we didn't know what our timeline was going to be like. And then when the big wave of not till next year, mm -hmm. in set, like in September, there was like a, hey, friends, it's not going to happen till next year that agony and then like on top of the election and everything else the summer and the pain and the loss mm -hmm. again it, and it wasn't like oh this is all just happening for the first time it was like all of it again mm -hmm. again and again and again i went you know what i'm gonna rest <laughs> i'm gonna rest yeah. i'm fucking tired tired and and in my rest i came to terms with my fat phobia and in my rest, I came to terms with the fact that if I'm doing the work on anti-racism, I'm going to have to do the work on fat phobia because fat phobia is based in the fear of black bodies. Yeah. Period. Yep. And yep. I was like, okay, well, if we're going to do that work, we have to do that work in in that section of it, in the, in the origins of it, and then come back because that didn't you look at you look at like OG like deep cut European art and everybody be thick. Yeah, everybody's Every gorgeous. Yes. everybody's big yes. boobs, big waist, big all of it. Yes. everything. Yep. just full. Because if you were full, you were rich. Yes, <laughs> like so. Right. Everybody, everybody that was rich got a painting. Right. So it wasn't until anyway. I'm not going to do the whole history of it all, but I had to come to terms with that, and then I said. If I, one, clothes fit me, I don't shrink myself to fit clothes, mm. Mm. period. Mm -hmm. Clothes fit me. Mm -hmm. I don't go, well, I have to hold on to this size four that I could wear when I was doing 20,000 steps in the show alone <laughs> at Wicked on top of the other 20,000 steps I did because I was living in New York, on top of like the pre-show workout that I had to do to get my body ready for the show. I was burning like 1,500 calories a day, yeah. like a just existing in the job. I mean, it's extremely time, it's extremely taxing on the physical body, let alone like the body of the mind and like your mm -hmm. emotions and your spirit and it's hard. But I was like, I can't talk about like all bodies are acceptable and not accept my own fucking body. Right. It can't happen. And I still, str I struggle every day. Like I'll look at, I'll look at parts of my body and be like, God, and I get nervous that I won't fit into, into my dress, you know, or whatever it is. And I'm like, well, I know for a fact that they've got another dress in there that will fit me. So <laughs> what can I do? As long as I can do my show, that's mm -hmm. where I get tripped up is I'm like, okay, if I can't run two miles, I don't know if I can do the no good deed 
<laughs> that's my favorite like, I don't know if song. I can, that's the thing is I'm like, I don't know if I can do that song because I don't know if you know, but before Define Gravity and No Good Deed on Broadway, you're sprinting down a flight of stairs under the stage to your trap door oh both times. Oh, no, it's very that. hard to do. <laughs> it's very hard to do. Yeah. And and I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to, you know, there's like there is there is a prep a physical preparation sure. that for, has to course, be had. Of course. But I'm not I do not need to lose 30 pounds or 15 pounds or five pounds. I don't if it happens, whatever, who cares? But when I I, I think I'm the bikini photo, is it what I'm assuming that you're talking about? Yes. When I posted that, I was like, one, that man that wrote Michael, whatever, that wrote that freaking article in the Times, which by the way, what an irresponsible thing to write that article yep. and then just edit it online and not do a redaction. Mm -hmm. How dare you? Yep. We're not blind. We saw it. Yeah. We got screenshots today, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just say, just, just be like, we fucked up. Sorry. Mm -hmm. This is the new article. Like, yeah. good, goodness gracious. But like, some performers have gained weight. Who cares? Yeah. People are dying, Gina. That's right. That's right. <laughs> like, Rose, That's right. people have died. We've yeah. lost people. Like, are you've got to be kidding me? Anyway, but it, it really was, I struggle still every day and I will because that's the society we live in is that your body has to look a certain way in order to be successful. And my body will change. My body's going to change with my age. My body's going to change with my hormones. My body's going to change with what kind of food I love <laughs> in, at the moment, what yeah. like new cuisine I'm into. I know. I love um, it. <laughs> it really is going to change, yeah. but it's that thing of like, if my body does change while I'm in Wicked and I get excited about that body, I would be violent and damaging mm -hmm. to other people following me. Mm -hmm. Or, and it's not just optics, like I would be violent to myself mm -hmm. if I accept myself more when I'm smaller right. and I don't accept myself now and what fucking message am I sending to myself and to other women right. or other people, not right. just women, mm -hmm. other individuals who see me and trust my voice. Mm -hmm. What am I doing? Mm -hmm. That's just performative activism. Right. That's not. That's that's just like serving my own. That's that's a double tap. That's yes. just a heart right. on a on an Instagram photo that doesn't fucking mean anything. Right. But if I go look at my big boobies because I've gained fifteen pounds. <laughs> look at these hips. Look at my yeah. like belly. Look at my yeah. thighs. Look at my tattoos. Uh -huh. Look at my cellulite. Yeah. And I can enjoy this like Renaissance ass body. This mm -hmm. like beautiful body. Absolutely. That that is is valid before pandemic like it's not we've been through a pandemic no i have a body period it's it's fantastic right. doesn't matter right doesn't right. matter the yeah. ifs ands or buts about mm -hmm. it so anyway that's a tangent but i i genuinely was like i had like a moment of am i gonna fucking post this and i was like oh for god's sake just post the photo you yeah. look great yeah your boobs look so good. <laughs> You're like the 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 what's it, the bathing suit is adorable. And yeah. also, like, I saw myself in the mirror that day and went, "Hell yeah!" Yes, yeah. that's what matters. I looked at myself in a cabin on my birthday weekend and mm -hmm. saw myself in a bikini and didn't hate myself. Right, and that's what matters. And, I was um, like, "Wow, that's growth." That and it's crazy. Like that inspired me. Like I. I work out. Um, obviously, it's yeah. like on social media, um, and I and I <laughs> and I started doing it just as as just like accountability. Your scare the crap out of me. I mean, I you you, you are you drip. I well, I'm a sweater regardless. I could I walk me to the too. door and I'm sweating. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. But like I started doing it just as a, just as accountability, you know, and yeah. and then eventually totally. like it became this performative thing, and then it became and I'm like I, I'm just like. 
I'm I'm perpetuating this 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 fitness thing that isn't real. Like my body doesn't sure. look the way people think it looks, or mm. I'm trying to find the right angle. And I was like, and you posted mm. that photo, and our mutual friend Ryan posted a photo, and it just got me so riled up. And like, look, I work out, I was working out like every day, every other day. And I still don't, yeah. I don't have a perfect body. People think my body looks a certain way and it doesn't. Yeah. I know how, to, I my clothes, I wear clothes really well. Um, and I haven't bought anything new. Like I haven't, I haven't literally bought anything new. And so, and so, sorry about that, guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, stop it. Wow, it's time. Jack. Ooh, they don't like something out there. I know there's probably someone outside. Hold on one second. No, you're fine. Hey. Oh. <laughs> Get in here. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's the tails. The tails. Their tails were wagging like, sorry, 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 I know, sorry, 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 sorry. That would have gone on forever. Yeah. Um, um, so I don't know what I was saying, but. You were um, saying um, you haven't bought any new clothes. Right. So I haven't bought any new clothes in like a year and a half because like mm -hmm. literally like my weight, my body and my weight has gone up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. Mine does too. And it always has. And it, and that's just how it is. Yep. And so when you posted that photo, when Ryan sent me that video, I was, or sent me the, the thing, I was like. I want people to see like what I look like. Like I like yeah. I love my body. Don't get me wrong. Like it is what it is, and it's gonna be what it's gonna be. And obviously, there's all these ways in which you can make it better. Blah blah blah. Who cares? Yeah. But what I've learned is that like I'm I the moment I start trying to look like a certain person or achieve mm. a certain aesthetic, I have now lost. Mm. I've lost. I've lost the battle. Yeah. The battle to loving myself, to living in my joy, to living in my truth. Like the battle is lost. Because it's so, you. Because it's it's like it, this yeah. is me. Like it's your body. It's my body, and I I love my body. Are there certain parts of it? I'm like, oh, I wish you could. Sure, but I had to learn, and I'm still learning that the method that I do, which is Tracy Anderson, is an incredibly wonderful method that suits my body so well, physically mm -hmm. and emotionally. Like it's just yeah the thing it that works. I, it works. Yeah, it works for you. And I'm not trying to achieve a certain thing anymore. Like I, I am just doing it because I love it and it's great and it's wonderful and I love my body and it will change and it will shift, you know, and my arms look great and my legs look great. My stomach, who knows, mm -hmm. you know, whatever. <laughs> like that's just, listen, I love ribs <laughs> and I love pizza. How dare you? Um, so it's oh like. Oh God. But it's all, but that's the thing is it's like one, what is a perfect body? A I perfect mean, body is a body that is it exists. There is no perfect body. There is no perfect body. There's a perfect body for each person. Like, look, there are person. people who needs to look a certain way, and that is their thing. And I Great. get that. And and I have to start remembering, like, my body is uniquely mine, and it just looks yeah. different. It's gonna yeah. be different than yours, than his, her, whomever. But that also, like, think about think about like, okay, what's the perfect body? when you're in a wheelchair that's right what's a perfect body when you have braces that's what's right. the perfect body when you know you're able disabled five, three, five, four, seven, whatever whatever it is you know it all it has to be completely all-inclusive yeah. and perfect body is 
your body as it is right now. And if you don't feel good, that's okay too. You can make changes that make you feel better. I'm sorry. Lizzo could perform circles (laughs) around me, baby. Mm -hmm. That girl plays the flute, runs up and down on the stage, and then sings. That's right. She's not lip syncing. Yeah. She's living her life. (laughs) You know what I mean? And like, that's the thing. It's like, look, I'm super healthy i yeah that's the th- you can't judge the health i can't the, yeah after, you know and so i just i, I had to bring either. it up because i think it's so yeah. important for people to understand that loving yourself and mm. having joy and having peace and having serenity is so many things it's yeah. mental physical emotional it's all the things like you know i can't be like oh i'm living in my joy and then secretly like wishing i looked a certain way or wishing i you know it's right. like Skipping meals or whatever Skipping, it is. You know what I mean? Like, and like, yeah. I've gone through all of those things. And that's what how I, I felt when I took that photo. Yeah. I was like, and there she, there's the growth. That's, In this moment. Yes. Like, and, and, and I captured it because I was like, you're probably not going to feel this way tomorrow because it's ever changing. And that's okay too, because you're fighting a system that wants you to shrink to fit their clothing, that wants you to shrink because when you're smaller, you're less of a threat. Yes. And like, it, genuinely. Or you're more and bookable. Like, or you're, you're more, more bookable. Or, what the fuck does that mean? Like, if I can do my job, mm -hmm. I can do my job. Now, granted, again, I was like, I better start running because I don't think I can do my (laughs) job anymore. Like, I genuinely was like, I don't think my body, like, my body's not ready. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. it just, it's not physically ready to be strong. Um, And I'm getting there again. Mm -hmm. But it's still, it's mine. Yeah. (laughs) And I've fought to keep this body alive. Yeah. And it's, and it is alive. And you are alive. You're all alive. And our bodies are our bodies. And we can... Love ourselves no matter what. Like the one thing that I've been learning this year is I'm I love myself no matter what. Yeah. No matter what. I had I used to live like, well, if I could just then blank. If I could just then I'll be, if I could just then I'll be. And it's like it doesn't work that way. It for me it doesn't work that way. When When I'm I'm, rich, I'll be happy. When I'm this, I'll be happy. And I've had all you can be happy now. Yeah. Like you said, I can choose. I can choose to to be happy today. And I can choose not even be happy, because I think happy is a fleeting thing. I can choose to love myself today. And to feel fulfilled. I can choose to be fulfilled today. I can choose to accept that what I have today is enough. Yeah. What I have today is enough. And I yeah. And what I have today is enough. I have a roof over my head. My rent is paid. I'm I have food somewhere. (laughs) That gratitude list. You know, like I have love (laughs) in my life, and that is enough for today. Who knows what I'm gonna need tomorrow, but today I'm okay. Mm-hmm. And today I'm on with you and I'm having a conversation with you and we're existing in this space and we're mm-hmm. separate. You're there. I'm here. Do you know what I mean? And like, I, know, I haven't I, physically seen you in years. in years. And I feel closer to you now than I did when I was driving you around on the bus on the Glee project so you can oh go and God. sing and... <laughs> And and suck in all the trauma of that TV I know, show. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. You know, I it, it's, oh I, I mean, from the Glee Ooh, Project. Baby. I have learned so much. I have learned so much. I remember you so oh well back God. then. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I, and you are forgiven. <laughs> you were definitely a diva. Um, a lot of us were. Yeah. Oh yeah, my God, we you, were. Alex that was a trip. <laughs> <laughs> I love I, I love, love them so much. Love, love, love them. Oh but like God. what a diva. Um, but I that's love. like kids. Yeah. Oh my God. 
Look at where Nightmares. we are today. Look at I never want to be today. around a 19-year-old. Never. Never. <laughs> Not a 19-year-old aspiring artist. With like family issues. Right? God. Like, no way. No Perfection way. issues. Yeah. <laughs> Undiagnosed yeah. ADHD. Right? Like Jesus Christ. All the things. Oh and my look God. at us today. Look at us today. Yeah. Thriving. I, we I are know. no longer surviving. Yeah. We are thriving. You are thriving. Yeah. Uh, and I'm so happy you came on today and shared with, Thank you for having with me. us and with all of us, your heart and your spirit and your love. Um. You can all. You will also be sharing with us later in the year, I imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you're going back to Broadway. Yeah, September fourteenth. September four. Is that opening night? That's opening night. How do you feel? Oh God. Um. On like a molecular level, I just miss theater so much, mm -hmm. and I miss those spaces so much. But I mean, you've seen it. There's so much. There's so much that needs to be addressed. And I think that there is a space where those can happen at the same time. But I, without centering myself, it's a personal mission to keep my door open, my ears open and my eyes open mm -hmm. and my email box open to be right. messaging people if I need to be <laughs> is That's all amazing. I'm gonna say. And it's not just like in Wicked, it's, it's just, you know, it's the proactiveness of it all. There has to be safe spaces. And, um, you know, and a lot of companies have said, you know, we're doing anti-racism training, like we will at Wicked, which I think is essential. I think it's absolutely essential because there's a lot of people that work on a lot of these shows that are in a different generation altogether. Absolutely. So there, there's things that they don't know. You know, or things they just that never, they learned. never learned. They never They've learned. Never learned. And it's not and their you, fault. And it's not. You their hit fault. the nail on the head with it. There, there is an opportunity here that these people might not have had before. So let's tackle that. And I know that, like, we'll all gain. Like, I can't wait to do anti racism training right. because I've we've got we've all got so much we to learn. Have. We all have. Um, even, but even if Broadway is not color, a safe space, yeah. But if Broadway isn't a safe space for all people, um, how do we how do we rectify that? How do we begin to make those changes? Like we're, I mean, here's the cyclical going right back to the beginning of this. I almost said meeting. <laughs> this, this episode, this hangout. Oh God, we are sober. Um, but it really is like it goes back to what you were saying before, which is like. Yes, it's been so hard, but the opportunities that have arisen are, I think, really invaluable. It's a, it's a, maybe this is an ignorant thing to say. I think it's a fucking shame that it had to get this way for anything to shift in such a gargantuan way, but I don't think it could have happened anyway. It would not have happened. Way. It would not for, have happened. To have this like way. massive pause and people having to like zero in on themselves and on society and on all of this, I don't think we would have had, I think it would have been just business as usual, you know, like people would have been like, oh, that's a shame. Yes. And then they would have gone on. I mean, yes. I've heard, I've heard stories about trials of other people of losing yeah. their lives because yes. of police violence and like black bodies being, you know, attacked in the streets and people just going on having to go do Hamilton. Right. With all right. these white people in the audience and being yes. like, "Oh my god," right. <laughs> like, you know, yeah, without the, without without yeah. another thought, mm -hmm. and, and the reckoning that Hamilton has 
gone yeah. through and is going through. It is powerful. And they are yeah. and as a as a incredibly diverse cultural experience, they mm -hmm. they themselves, I had Crystal Joy Brown on and she doing talked about, you know, mm -hmm. doing the work. They're doing the work. Um yeah. and if a show like that is is open to change. I've also I've also seen the ways in in which you know, Wicked is hiring people to come in and have these conversations and they are making sure that, you know, we are like actually taking courses and we are keeping the 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 COVID of it all where we're attacking that on a specific level and we are, you know, they're creating jobs for there to be safe emotional spaces for mental health and like, you know, and, and trans visibility and LGBTQIA plus visibility. You can't do a show like Wicked and not have those at the ready. Absolutely. So to hear them say, we are striving and we are hiring people and we are trying to have those at the ready for you. It's so important. It's, it is going to be a beautiful, I, I'm very hopeful and maybe that's just- I am just, as well. But I think it's going to be a beautiful, beautiful exploration. These, these next yeah. couple of years, we're going to see the world really going through this beautiful change that is going to allow all us all of us to like exist and live and thrive and i'm just so, i'm just so excited for it. i'm also just really excited to get into a theater and and I know, see a musical just, i yeah. love musicals i'm yeah. obsessed with musicals so i'm just excited that not the only are you you are able to go back to work but you're you're going to be able to bring joy to so many yeah. people and that's what this is all about. Like, I think life is just about how can we bring more joy? How can we be more, how can we fulfill more dreams? And music yeah. and art and song and dance and it's all part of it, you know? It's all yeah. part of it, you know? And I'm so grateful that the shift is happening and that it happened the way that it did. Because like you said, if we didn't have the pandemic while all of, the, while all of this was happening, yeah. everything would have been glossed over because we would be in yeah. our busy, active, productive lives. Yep. And we wouldn't have had to sit and watch every single thing happen. Yeah. We couldn't leave our houses. We couldn't leave our, you know, our spaces. We couldn't go to work. We couldn't have a mm -hmm. distraction. And so I think it forced all of us to see the world as it truly is. And it's allowed us all to take a look at ourselves as individuals, as people, as men as women as black people as white people as trans people as we've really got this opportunity and i'm so grateful that a lot of us haven't taken haven't taken that lightly we've taken advantage mm -hmm. of this opportunity to grow and to learn and while though there are a lot of those who have not done the work and will not do the work that's okay those people would have never done it to begin with there it is. But yeah. the people that are doing the work in the production and the, the businesses and the corporations and it is, I'm so hopeful and so excited that the world is opening up and it's opening up responsibly and we're being responsible as, as business people and as employers yeah. and as governors and as senators and as, you know, presidents and vice presidents. And, you know, we're doing the work yeah. to create a safe existence for all of us I because this is too. our, this is our world. This is our country. And, and it's the world we're going to give to someone else one day. And it's the world we're going to give to our kids and to the kids' kids. And so yeah. I'm just really I think grateful. Gen Z, I think Gen Z is really going to do something. Oh, I mean, the fact that like, they, 
are coming into this. It, they're coming into this with new eyes and fresh eyes. Like yeah. I've heard kids younger. I mean, I've heard kids speak more eloquently about My racism God. and social justice and climate change. And I'm like, wait, can you dumb that down for me? <laughs> yeah. Like I remember, I remember when, um, like, like when you earlier, when you were like, were you always aware? And I was like, oh, absolutely. Of course not. Like I would have moments where I was like, I'm different than some, like I have, I'm being treated differently. I don't know why. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. things, things like that, where I'm like, why am I getting that treatment? And that person isn't. Mm -hmm. These kids are so aware. Oh my gosh. And I, and I look at like, when I, when I was on the TikTok, cause I'm like off and on, cause sometimes that place is scary. I love that you um, said, you know, oh, you're old, you're saying the TikTok. The TikTok, <laughs> the TikTok. Um, yeah, the TikTok app. I, I would go on there and like see these like 16 year olds being so aware and I'm like, God, what kind of person would I be today? Mm -hmm. And I can't live in that what if it like the what aboutism and the what if of it all. But like let if if you're 16 and you're in that and you're doing that work, oh my God, the opportunities. It's wild. And I think you're right. I think it's I think it's like it's it's we have such an opportunity. And I just hope we don't waste it. Lindsay, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I I'm so happy to be in this space with you and to be in this world with you and to be on this journey with you. Like we we are on this journey together and I'm just so in awe of you and I can't wait for people to hear you and experience you and, and find you. Um, speaking of like where... Can people find you on the on the social media platforms like the, the TikTok, social, the <laughs> like the TikTok? It's my full name, Lindsay Heather Pierce, on Instagram and TikTok. Um, and my next door neighbors who are suddenly building something agree. Um, <laughs> Twitter is Ms. Lindsay Pierce, and I think it's Lindsay Heather Pierce on YouTube as well. I'm like, I like I flit around, but I'm usually on I'm usually on the Instagram. Yes, we're we're on the gram, it's you my, guys. It's my favorite one. Yeah, if you want to find her, she's at Lindsay with an A, Heather Pierce, P E A R C E. Yeah. Did I get it right? Yeah. Yes. Lindsay yeah. Heather Pierce. And she's amazing. And she is going to be coming to a stage yes, September 14th. She will yeah. be going on stage. As Elphaba in Wicket, I hope you're happy. <laughs> <laughs> my friend. Oh, my God. <laughs> Wait, am I allowed to sing that? Do I have copyright for that? I think you're fine. Okay, cool. It was spot on on key, though. Oh, thank you. Thank that was you. like you were fully in the key of the song, which is please take my job. No, no, no. We, we can do we, We'll do a duet. We'll Great. do a duet, um, and it'll be really bad. Um, Lizzie, thank you, <laughs> thank you so much. I love, love, love you, and I, I just, I, yeah, I'm just, I, I, I don't have enough words to say how much this means to me. From literally meeting you on a bus, you know, in oh 2011, God. to finding you in 2020 in our sacred space. And loving you on the gram for the longest time and seeing your growth and seeing you bring joy to yeah. so many people. I used to stalk your videos and like try to just I feel like the same way about you. find you. I, I, wait, did I see you at the Rockwell? 
You did see me at the Rockwell because we, I don't remember what we were doing. I don't know if I was if I was in a show or if we were there watching a show and we were in the audience at the same time. But you were like, Lindsay, and I turned and I went, oh, oh my, my God. God. Yes. Because one, you looked exactly the same. <laughs> like it was as if it was as if I was transported back to February 2011 oh my God. when we started f filming in in uh, Ma Camp Max Stross in fucking Glendale, <laughs> the Glendale Mountains. <laughs> It was raining every day. What it was a, miserable. What a mess. Oh what a mess. God. But here you oh are from the but Glee Project are. to Elphaba on Broadway. Not to mention Recovery Road on ABC Family at the time, which I loved. I yeah, ABC Fam we, we filmed under ABC Family and then it aired as Freeform. Oh, it did? Air that, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I it still have... like, it, like a year later, right? After you filmed yeah, it? Yeah, it was, they went through the rebranding and then, and like, I still had like, the Tangerine ABC Family merch. <laughs> like I still have a pen. Oh my God, I love it. ABC yeah. Family. Oh, may you rest I in peace. I, I, I was like, I think I still have the pen like in here somewhere. Like that Tangerine ABC Family. I have a towel. Yes, I, I love that. I love that. Well, listen, um, I look forward to seeing you as Alphaba because I've never seen Wicked and I'm going to oh come God. see you. I, Cannot wait to see you in in New York in December. We're gonna have we are we are gonna go. We are gonna go. We're gonna go traipsing. We're gonna go traipsing. Um, traipsing through the snow and the lights. That's right. That's right. Um, well, thank you so much. I love you. I love you so much. And I will be seeing you, my friend. Oh my God, we're doing it. We are doing it. We're doing it, baby. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>